olvides que este audio viene con la transcripción completa. Más información al final. Diálogos en inglés, podcast número 12, Arte Callejero. Hello everyone, welcome back to Amigos Ingleses, podcast 12. And today we're going to talk about street art, a very interesting topic. Just before we start though, I just want to say thank you to all of the lovely, nice comments that we've been getting and messages from all of our listeners. Rogelio from Mexico and uh, Yuri also from Mexico and our Spanish listeners as well. Hello to all of you. Thank you very much for your support and we hope that you enjoy this podcast. So yes, we're going to talk about street art because one week ago we went to London for, for the weekend. We went to visit some friends and we did a tour, a street art tour in the east of London. And it was a free tour, um, but the tour guide did ask for some money at the end of the tour, but you can give him whatever you can afford. So it's affordable for anyone. And uh, our street guide was called Gary. He was a very friendly guy. And he wasn't actually from London, but he had lived there for 13 years. And he was quite a character, wasn't he, Isabel? Yeah, he was quite a nice guy. He showed us many, many paintings and he um, told us about the history of East London. Yes, he told us about the history. And he also um, seemed to he seemed to know everybody in East London, didn't he? He, mm -hmm. he had quite a few friends there. As we were walking around, he was saying, Hi, hello, how are you? And shaking people's hands. Yeah, he knew many of the street artists, didn't he? Yes, yeah, he did, yeah. And he was very excited about taking us on the tour, wasn't he? Uh-huh, yeah, because he said there were a few of them painting in the streets at the moment. Yeah. I don't know how he knew, if he rang them or <laughs> what. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he knew that. He was very excited. And actually, we saw all these uh, artists. Uh, yeah, we saw some of them, didn't we? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, really recommend the tour if you get a chance. And um, so one of the first things he showed us was the bollards in East London. Um, you know that you're in East London because the bollards are black. If you're in the centre of London, then the bollards are red, white and black. So it's an interesting fact there. Okay, so first of all, he took us down um, some small streets and we saw um, a portrait, didn't we, Isabel, on the yes, entrance of a door. Yeah, just near the entrance of a door in a building, there was a portrait uh, painted by an artist uh, called C215. He's from France and he's um, known as the French Banksy. Yeah, like the French version of Banksy. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And he paints very detailed uh, portraits of people that are usually... Uh, people that he's just uh, met in the streets and they are usually homeless people that live in the streets or children. Mm -hmm. uh, so he paints them as a tribute to those people or mm -hmm. like he wants to pay homage mm -hmm. to these people. Uh, and the curious thing uh, was that the neighbors, they put a plastic uh, frame on top of the pictures. So they... To protect it. To yeah. protect the picture, yeah, for someone else uh, painting on it or doing a graffiti on the painting because mm -hmm. they wanted to make sure they liked it so much. They want to make sure it 
is still the same. Yes, yeah. But Gary was telling that that's not really the the aim of a street art because yeah. street art is something that is alive and it's always changing and it's making the cities look different. So if they cover that, that's, that's not really the purpose of a street art. Otherwise, these artists will bend on mm-hmm. a canvas and go to a museum. Yes, exactly. If you want a permanent piece of art, you should buy uh, some some art on a canvas and, and keep it in your house. But mm-hmm. street art is, is not permanent. It, what makes it different, I suppose? Mm-hmm. It makes it more exciting, you know? You, yes. One day you'll see one painting on the street and the next day maybe it'll be gone and you'll never see it again. So it kind of makes it um, more, well, more exciting and, and more sort of special yes because it's not there forever mm-hmm. okay and so yeah he took us down to brick lane as well a very famous street in london brick lane is where jack the ripper committed his awful crimes <gasps> jack and the stripador yes jack the ripper and it's also a place where there was a brick factory hence the name uh, brick lane um, and it's also a place where there was a huge brewery and a brewery is a place where they make, um, well, alcohol, alcoholic drinks, maybe beer. Um, yeah, beer. Um, so they used to make beer in this brewery and it had lots and lots of workers working in the brewery, but unfortunately it closed in the nineties and Gary told us that this had a huge effect on the on the neighbourhood because suddenly there were lots of people without jobs and they decided to move out. So suddenly the, there weren't many people living in that area and people were having trouble trying to get people to come back. So basically they had a lot. They had to lower the prices. So. This encouraged a lot of artists to come to the area because they had big rooms um, and very, very cheap prices. So artists came with and set up. They could have their studios there and live quite happily. Um, so when the artists came, it started to become a very trendy area. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brick Lane is also... Um, well known because of its um, Bangladeshi community has a lot of Bangladeshi people living there, and fifty-two restaurants. I think is that what he said? Fifty-two. Yes, there was yeah. curries everywhere. Yeah, curry houses everywhere, and it was quite funny because um, what did he tell us about the the curry houses? He he asked. Um, well, he said, I bet you that you can find a curry house that hasn't won a prize in yes. the last year because they all had advert- advertisements. Yeah, saying, and certificates yeah, and awards. certificates like the best chef, the best restaurant, uh, the best Indian restaurant, 2008, 2009, yeah. <laughs> 2010, because there was so much competition. Yeah, yeah. And I think some of them weren't genuine. I think uh, they probably... Weren't genuine, <laughs> yeah, not them. really. <laughs> and uh, okay, and so on Brick Lane, what did we see in terms of art? We saw quite a lot, didn't we? Yeah, there was a building uh, about four, four plants building. 
four floors. Four floors building, yeah. yeah. And on the side, there was a huge bird painted by, painted by an artist, which is called R-O-A. Who is called R-O-A. And uh, in the beginning, it was supposed to be an ostrich. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Bangladeshi community uh, they said that uh, there is a very similar bird, which is a crane, that is very important in the Bangladeshi culture. Mm-hmm. So this artist decided to change it to a crane. And this, so the people in the area are very proud of this painting. Yeah. And well, a, a crane is a grulla in Spanish, in case someone doesn't understand. And yeah, it was huge. And he uses um, a, a roller, a roller, mm-hmm. yeah, to paint the white, like the background, yeah, and like the body of the animal. Mm-hmm. And then he paints the fur, the little hairs, and the eyes, yeah. and uh, the detail, yeah, yeah, the detailed parts with a black uh, spray can, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, it was it, absolutely huge, it wasn't was, it? Yeah, huge. And he asked, how, how long do you think it took him yeah. to do this? And the people said, oh, maybe a week or two weeks. Yeah, and actually it only took him eight hours to finish it because he's very agile. Yeah, it's amazing. I can't. I don't know how he did it in, yeah, in yeah, just eight incredible. hours. Yeah, incredible. He, he's very, very fast. Yeah, and he paints more animals. So if you go all around London, we've seen some squirrels, yeah. Rats, uh, what else? Pigs. Yeah, and he, draws. he paints them very, very big. Yeah, it's on true. big walls. Okay, and we also saw the work of a man who calls himself Stick. Yeah. And what did he paint? A stick man. Yeah, stick man. Just very simple designs, and um, he was a homeless man. Um, Gary was telling us. And he became very successful because he sold a piece of uh, his art to Elton John for £60,000. Yeah, when he started, he didn't mean to become famous or anything. He was just a homeless man and he wanted to express himself on the walls. Yeah, amazing. And now he's a rich man, isn't he? Now he's rich, yeah. Now he's very comfortable. Um, okay, and um, what about the other famous, or the most famous um, street artist in the world, probably? Yeah, the most famous uh, street artist is uh, Banksy, and he's uh, English, and yeah, he's famous all around the world. He sells his paintings for millions of pounds or dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's very, very rich, and he's very active as well, and uh, well, he, there are be- many different opinions about him. Some people think he's a genius. Some people think he's a vandal. Uh, but the thing is that uh, he's very controversial and he likes uh, dark humor and satirical humor. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are many, many famous paintings of him. Like, for example, there is a very famous one, uh, which is of two policemen kissing each other. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I've seen that one. It's quite um, quite funny to see. Yeah, and I'm sure our listeners have seen many of them. So yeah. what else did we see? We also saw work by a man who calls himself Space Invader, and he's another French street artist, and he uses tiles, little tiny mosaic tiles, and he sticks them onto the walls of cities all over Europe and all over the world. 
And it's quite interesting because in Paris he um, has done a lot of this work. And if you take a map and mark on the map where each of his um, pieces of work are, it will actually make the shape of a Space Invader character, which I think is wow. amazing. Yeah, he's really thought that through That's quite amazing. a lot. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's Very incredible. Okay. I don't know what people in Paris would feel like about it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, having a space invader on the city over the map. Yeah. <laughs> and we also saw one of the most interesting uh, that we saw uh, was uh, Pablo Delgado, which is a street artist from Mexico. And it's quite difficult to find his art because uh, what he does is that he sticks uh, very little paintings, like miniature paintings, mm -hmm. and he usually sticks them at the bottom of the wall, so just between the pavement and when the wall begins. Mm -hmm. He sticks his little paintings in there, and they are all around London. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, for example, we saw a small toilet and a man next to it cleaning on the floor mm -hmm. and he likes painting the shadow of all these uh, sticks yes so there was the on the floor there was a shadow of the toilet and a shadow of the man that was next to it yes and uh, there are also he has very famous ones which are very little doors at the bottom of the wall mm -hmm. or he also <laughs> has some with people and they are usually prostitutes oh. or Yeah, it's quite interesting, this Very, man. Yeah, so if you're in London, keep your eyes peeled and maybe you'll see them. They're just... Very small, difficult to see, but we, we saw, yeah, that yeah. toilet. It's quite interesting. But there are many of them around. Yeah. And uh, another person we saw was um, David Walker, who um, he actually paints very accurate portraits of, of women, usually, beautiful um, faces. And then he takes a spray can and he stabs a hole in the spray can and lets the paint spray out in different ways onto his um, portrait. So you get a black and white portrait with very colourful splashes of, of colour and paint on, on top of it, which is quite interesting, a different kind of street art. Yeah, it was great. And there was also... Someone called El Mac from LA, mm -hmm. Los Angeles. Yeah. Los Angeles, yeah. And he's a very, very good artist. And uh, what he does, especially, is that he freezes the cans, mm -hmm. and then this way he can get a very high pressure, and he's able to paint very, very long lines. Yes. And we saw a painting of a cowboy. Yeah. And it looked like some kind of 3D. It was very, very good. Yeah. Uh, and the curious thing also about it is that he was flying from somewhere to L.A., his city, where he's from. And he had to stop in London. He had to wait there for 10 hours. Mm -hmm. Instead of waiting at the airport, just going for a walk around the city, he went to this place, to this world, to uh -huh. paint this yeah. cowboy and it was in the middle of the winter and it was snowing and he made yeah, a great piece of art on there. Yeah, and it looks great because at night when the light shines on it, the street light, it looks like it's casting a shadow on the, on the face, the way that he's painted it. It's quite difficult to describe, mm -hmm. but if you have a look on the internet, I'm sure you can uh, see a picture of it. And... Yeah. Um, 
another person that we saw. We saw so many. We saw a lot, a lot of yeah, street art. Yeah, but we saw a Spanish artist, didn't we? Yeah, it was Isaac Cordal, and he does miniature sculptures, and he he sort of makes tiny little sculptures of people, and he puts them in different places. So again, they're quite difficult to spot. But um, you can see them, for example, on top of uh, a, a gutter or on top of um, a bus station, for example. Bus stops, no? A bus, yeah, bus yeah. stops. You can see them, um, yeah, on top of walls. Yeah, that's really cool because when you go on the bus, because they have two floors, there are two yeah. floors, buses in London. Double-decker buses. Double-decker. So you are just looking around and suddenly on every most of the bus stops and in East London you have like a little piece of art on there yeah it's like oh look at that makes it more interesting yeah and um what else was there um and or... I know the this area uh, has been very affected by the Olympics games in London oh yes that's right yeah Gary told um, us didn't he yeah this, uh, they had some trouble uh because uh, they've been trying to clean up the area, so obviously the in, artists were not very happy about it. Yeah, in preparation for the Olympics, they wanted to make everything look nice and clean up mm -hmm. the dirty areas, and that included some art. Or... Yeah, some of the paintings. Like yeah. He said there was a very uh, funny uh, anecdote, uh, which was that someone wanted to... Uh, make a painting outside the house so they asked for permission they knocked on the door yeah. and they asked the lady would you mind if I paint a pink crocodile on your wall <laughs> and she said of course of course you can yeah. <laughs> which is not very usual but yeah so yeah. they draw this uh, pink really really pink bright pink um, crocodile 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 <laughs> uh -huh. and then yeah the the council, the yeah, the Olympic Games organizers yeah. found it and they didn't like it, so they decided to cover it. And uh, yeah. so the the painting on the wall used to be grey, some type of grey. So they painted over the crocodile with grey, but they left the top of the house was still like the old grey color, so it still looks different so it's like dark gray where the painting was and then on the top is light gray and it looked absolutely horrible they didn't even bother to just paint the whole wall and also uh, this mm. was done with public money which is not very good because there yeah. are more important things where you, they can spend public money yes yeah and a lot of people would prefer to see the crocodile than uh, a gray wall yeah than a horrible gray color and yeah. also there was something very funny because there was a, a bakery mm -hmm. in uh, Stordich in East London and they are very famous for their bagels. Mm -hmm. It's like a kind of bread with a hole. Yeah, um, in the middle. In the middle, yeah. Uh -huh. And um, they thought, oh, we should do something related with the Olympic Games. So they put five of these bagels Outside uh, the in, window. In the shop window, yeah. In the shop window. 
on with, display. Yeah, on display. Yeah. yeah, with the shape of the Olympic rings. But instead of Olympic rings, there were just bagels, bread bagels. Yeah, and like it's a good uh, idea, no? Yeah, it's a good yeah. idea, but. It didn't last uh, long because no. someone from the Olympic Games, uh, they went yeah, yeah from the committee, they went there straight away and they said, you need to remove this from this window because yeah. you are not uh, an official sponsor of the Olympic Games. Yeah, terrible. Which is a pity because it's just uh, something funny. It's humor, yeah. no? Ridiculous. And another thing that... Uh, caused a lot of controversy prior to the Olympic Games was um, that the council wanted to make Brick Lane very smooth because Brick Lane, well, it has a sort of cobbled stone surface, but the council wanted to make it very, very smooth and put black tarmac, this material that they use for roads, Uh uh, very smooth. Um, and a lot of people were against it, and they said, you can't, you can't take the bricks out of Brick Lane. The bricks have always been there. Why, why would you want to do this? It's just because the Olympics are coming here. You want to make everything uh, look very, very nice, but this is part of our history, part of our heritage. Yeah, you can't nonsense. It's, it's complete nonsense, yeah. You can't do this. Um, and the council, did they listen? No, they didn't no, listen. No, they... They just went ahead with it and, yeah. and put this black, smooth tarmac onto Brick Lane. But there was a section of Brick Lane that is that remains the same. Um, and Gary asks us, why do you think there is one section that is the same with, with the cobbled stones? And nobody could really um, think of a reason, but he told us that it's because the old um, brewery owns that section of the road and they refuse to let the council put tarmac onto the bricks. And um, the old brewery, the owners of the old brewery are, are very good, I think, for that part of London because they don't allow other um, restaurant chains or um, shops um, or McDonald's to use their premises. They only allow independent companies and independent retailers to use the premises and to rent the the sections of the brewery from them so i think the truman brewery are doing very good things for mm-hmm. that that neighborhood um keeping trying to preserve the character of uh, shoreditch yeah that's why it has so much personality yeah so there you go. The Olympics were not very popular in the east of London, uh, as far as we could tell. And we also saw a painting um, by, I don't know who it was, but he painted the Olympic rings on a wall. And what was he doing with the Olympic rings? There is like a man that is running and he's still in one of the rings. Yeah. He has the red ring on his hand and he's running away with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was kind of a... A message. A message, yeah, to the Olympic Committee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then what about the end of the tour? So it was quite a long tour, wasn't it? It was about two... Was it two hours? About two hours, hours, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, the tour just finished. We went back into the city and we finished just in what it is the imaginary border between the city of London and, and East and London and Hackney. Yes. 
So he he was like stepping on one side and the other side, saying, so now I am in one of the biggest cities in the world, the yeah. richest cities with the huge financial district uh -huh. uh, in the world. And now I am on the other side. I am in one of the poorest areas uh, in the UK. It was also very interesting what he said about the artists um, and what they wear. Um, we did see some of the artists working in the street and most of them were wearing high visibility clothes. And this is something that Gary said um, about the artists. If, if they wear dark clothes and a hoodie, um, they would immediately get stopped by the police. But if they wear high visibility, bright clothes and look a bit like builders, then they can be there all day and nobody, nobody stops them because they sort of blend in. <laughs> to the to the environment yeah that's true okay well we really recommend you to go down to london and do this tour because well our descriptions don't do the artists justice i think mm -hmm. you have to go down there and see it yourselves and i'm sure you'd really enjoy it um as we did yeah it's mejor que lo veáis con vuestros propios ojos eso y bueno eh, si queréis aprender más vocabulario de este podcast y hacer los ejercicios y tener la traducción y la transcripción, lo podéis conseguir como siempre en nuestra web amigosingleses.com y nos vemos en el próximo podcast, ¿no, Philip? Sí, eso. Y también si quieres agregarnos en uh, tu Facebook, puedes encontrarnos allí también, Amigos Ingleses. Y nos veremos pronto. ¿A que sí? Sí. <risa> Muy bien. Adiós. Bueno, hasta luego. Chao. Psst. Hey, how's it going? ¿No has entendido todo? No problem. Hemos creado para ti las worksheets. Son PDFs que van con cada capítulo, diseñado para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés de la forma más fácil y natural. Cada worksheet contiene la transcripción completa, todo el vocabulario clave, las frases, ejercicios y más para que saques el máximo partido de cada capítulo. Para conseguirlas, visita nuestra tienda en amigosingleses.com.